0: In the red we say what we say, we do what we feel, we gotta keep it real, in the red road. all about the crap of screenwriting, fill my bottle up with lightning, up in, in the red, red room, before the stars can be paid, there gotta be a dope ass story on the page, let the beast about the cage, that light up from the itty bitty spot, coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream a million of the writers same hollywood dream your pen and paper all like bullets in the gun write what you feel say what you want in, in the, the room. we say what we say we do what we feel we gotta keep it real in the railroad all world. about the grab a screen writing fill my bottle up with lightning up in the railroad so look, if you
1: guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guess. And you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where well, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Lisa? 2016. 2016. Yeah. So said we, we better than two than, uh 100. We don't say that no
2: because more. Because Larry Wilmore stole our <laughs> keeping did. it 100. He did. I
1: told him to. I did. I told him. I told him. He stole my shit. <laughs> that was my shit. I was the first one to put it on wax. No, that was good. <laughs> so, y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So, y'all hear her, my girl, Lisa Bolakaja.
2: I'm sad right now.
1: Little Miss Street Nerdist. Yes, what you sad for? I'm now?
3: sad.
2: you always sad about some shit. Because by the time this episode <laughs> airs, my show, my new shit, mm-hmm. that to me I think is so transformative and it's such an important. TV show. You talking about underground? What talking about? No, Clever Man.
1: Oh, what's that Ooh. one? I don't know what that
2: one. Is. It's the show from Australia. Mm-hmm. It's a sci-fi genre show, and it's about the Aboriginal people. Oh, you the did black tell me about folk that- down right. under. Yes, it's like it only had six episodes, mm-hmm. and it's showing. It was showing on Sundance TV, but if you bought Amazon, you could buy the series on Amazon. Um, they just got picked up for a second season, oh, which is exciting. Okay. But I think it's one of those TV shows that it's. Politically, it's political in a good kind of way in terms of it's reflecting what's actually happening right now. Because a lot of times we do with sci-fi, sci-fi shows, because this show, sci-fi, is in the near future, mm-hmm. but it's relevant and actually discussing things that are happening right now, especially in terms of Black people, mm-hmm. uh, Native people, people mm-hmm. who've had their lands colonized, and it's dealing with another group of cultural, like these these. They're called the Harrymen. Men. So like this new group of. They call them subhuman. Like our guests. They call them subhuman, which is just a racist term. But basically, there's like these people called the heropi that just been discovered that Mm -hmm. have been living alongside the Aboriginal people for like millennia, but they're just now being discovered. Mm -hmm. And it's really dealing with how society deals with kind of alien weird stuff they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And which uh, humans are want to do on this planet, which is basically, ooh, scary xenophobia, Mm -hmm. put them in a apartheid like space reservation and let them stay there so it's really doing a lot of heavy cultural work even though it's a sci-fi show Mm -hmm. um it's just a beautiful show like every episode i watch i almost get like emotional watching it because Mm -hmm. it's hitting on things that are shit is so real you know even though it's sci-fi and it's got all that cool stuff too but it's really great to see a show where you're dealing with because they call themselves black down under they're aboriginal they have their tribal Mm -hmm. things but in terms of um White people, the English who colonized there were mm. criminals back in the day. So just letting y'all know, <laughs>
1: you know y'all history. I'm just letting y'all know. Don't
2: <laughs> don't let that shrimp on the barbie fool you. <laughs> look look under the pages in the sheets, y'all. Just looking under. But you know, it's actually dealing with stuff that you know that if anyone who comes from like you know, like I said, from whether it's South Africa being colonized, whether you're an indigenous person somewhere on the planet that has been colonized, have your land stolen, been put on reservations, whether you are of African descent in the United States or the Caribbean when you've been snatched up and made to be feel less than human. Um, this show is just really stunning and they're using 80% are people of color, are Aboriginal people. Real, real It's Abri- the cast. Like, the cast is 80% like mm. white people in the minority on the show. Mm. And it's doing some heavy shit. And I'm just sad because it's six episodes. But one of the people on Cleverman hit me up on Twitter and said, don't worry, we're coming back. I'm like, That's bitch, weird. I know you're coming back. Because <laughs> I done bought the show and I'm telling people I'm going to go fly to Australia and beat up some producers if y'all don't breathe a breath. But I'm just sad because now i got to wait until... It comes out again, and you know how that is. That's so. what's
1: up. That's what's up. Check out Clever Man. So that's Lisa Bolacar, the co-host over there, Miss, Miss Pimp Girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> Miss The Mission. Oh, wait, call it wait, 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 wait. What's that?
2: Bitches Brew? You talking about my pimp script? Hey. Hey. The one, my script that I'm turning into a TV series, because I feel like the female pimp has been uh, underutilized and <laughs> underrepresented <laughs> oh, yeah. in film. And I always felt like when I was a child, I thought I would make a wonderful
1: pimp. Mm-hmm. Because I respect sex <laughs> you work. You never hear no girl say some shit like that, do you? You respect the look. You respect the trap, don't you? When I
2: was twelve, I was reading Donald Goines. I was reading Iceberg Slim. One of my favorite seventies movie mm-hmm. is The Mac. <laughs> Bitch, I know all that shit, and I know how these hip hop people they how they mm-hmm. run these games. All they're doing is using old, you know, old rap stuff, old stuff from the old days. But a real pimp <laughs> is about they paper. And that's the story. I want to tell it. Okay. Because if a woman did it right, especially you got sex clubs, you got travel. Like, I can make it where you understand what sex work really is, not the stigmatizing of it. Mm -hmm. Just the idea of, like, if we're going to do this thing, you're only stigmatizing it because women. If women ran it, it'd be totally different. But... The female pimp script is coming. Uh, Right now, the working title is Bitches Brew from the Miles Davis cut because I just thought I just like the name Bitches Brew. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not no hustle and flow, like, you know real bottom bitch stuff this is like high class make All your right. paper that kind of thing so that's i'm just right. letting y'all
1: that's know come right. so holler. <laughs> come holla come, come y'all holla come it. holla yes. at a girl <laughs> 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 so that's lisa balakaja yes <laughs> she's the black gidget of mission mission beach oh, and had, you yes know. i
2: cannot wait someone's here
1: <laughs> that's what that. Is out. so and i'm your host hilliard Guest. Mm-hmm. so you know how we do it if you guys are grown let's go ahead and get it here in. So today, I got my two little young bros in here from way back. How far are you going said back? Young. Way back. Y'all young. <laughs> they go way back. Y'all bitches, younger, you. than I, I, I pre- y'all bitches younger than me. Shit, y'all bitches younger than me. I appreciate that. I appreciate so. that. I don't think <laughs> so. <I> don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be 46 in September. Y'all
4: bitches younger than Okay, young. you're right. Uh,
0: you're right. right. You're right. This <laughs> ain't nothing <laughs> but Jenny
1: bit. Craig, bitch. This is <laughs>
4: Jenny Craig. That's that oil of the letter. Exactly.
1: That's cocoa butter and baby oil, bitch. That's all that. the magic. That's that shea
4: butter. Shea butter,
1: man. I go to sleep at 12, bitch. That y'all, shade to coconut coconut butter yeah. mix. y'all be up to four. Cocoa, I'll be up to 12, bitch. <laughs> I go to sleep at a regular time. Okay? Ooh, look at you. Anyway, weight's all over so the office and everything. I can't go to the gym every day. We live in West Hollywood. It's a competition. Okay? It is. You got to get, get your shit tight. Anyway, <laughs> hold on. Before we get in, let me just say congratulations to both of y'all. 20 years. 20. Going on 21, right?
4: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Okay, that's what I'm talking about. We just <laughs> had our. How old are y'all? Thirteen and fourteen, is that a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we met years? on
4: the playground. Okay, and I look, said, just do you like me? Circle yes or no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what's the uh, one thing where you go like this and pick that <laughs> one?
3: Do <laughs> you like me? <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> so, so, so.
1: so my little bros, writer, director, producers themselves, actors. You have former actors, former yeah. actors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, okay. former okay. actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: I mean, uh, we, you're you're always an actor. You know, you're just yeah. waiting on it's somebody still there to call there you out of retirement, right? right? right you yeah, know?
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Quincy Lanier, DeAndre Gossett, y'all. Y'all know how we do it. Who, 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 who? Yes. <laughs> so let's go back. Let's just tell the kids a little bit about who you guys are, where you come from, stuff like that. Let's start with you, Quincy, since you're sitting right there.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um I am from Planet no, Two. years old. No, yeah. Um I uh I'm from Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised Chicago and and I started acting when I was about 16, 17 years old. I was like an incredibly, incredibly bashful, shy kid. Hmm. And um, all I did was draw. So I'm, first thing I am is a visual artist. Uh-huh. Only thing I've known how to do from... Hence all the posters.
1: all the posters? You see all the posters? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Look, them boys, would be ripped in there. He be like, no, move that one out the way, bitch. That one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got the video. I see you. Started <laughs>
4: acting in Chicago when I was about 17 as a way to um, kind of overcome my like bashfulness. I mm-hmm. just... Thrust myself onto a stage So that I could face my fear okay. um, And then I think I was about 20, 20 or 21 When, when I um, I was an extra on a film In hmm. Chicago mm-hmm. And I, I told this story at the, tell, tell, at, the kids. at the panel <laughs> um, Just you know Wanting to know what it was like to be an actor I got a little extra part on this film this mm-hmm. This holiday film Excuse me <clears throat> And I was completely fascinated by all that went into making a movie, Mm -hmm. like just the behind the scenes, just just watching people work. I was more interested in like, oh, my gosh, that's how they make it look like it's daytime. I mean, we're shooting like (laughs) two in the morning, but this building looks like it's the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And this was like in the middle of winter in Chicago off Lakeshore Drive. And I'm just out there. Freezing my little ass off, but I am in love with the process. Mm-hmm. So I asked if I could um, come and hang out on set another day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I wasn't working, just so that I could observe. And the director was like, "Oh yeah, come on down." So I came down. I started, you know, seeing people needing help picking up stuff. So I was like, "Hey, you need some help?" I grabbed okay. this, I grabbed that. I just volunteered. Mm-hmm. By the end of the night, they hired me as a PA. That's what I'm so about. I worked the whole rest <laughs> of the film, and it was the one thing in my life that was grueling, mm-hmm. painful, restless, mm-hmm. freezing, mm-hmm. frostbite, and I couldn't imagine not getting up the next day to do it all over. That's what I'm talking about. about. So that was when <laughs> I knew It's was like this is this is kind of What I want to do And the funny thing is You know You don't look back Sometimes at the things That you did Mm -hmm. In your your childhood That actually Help you now Help you now Mm -hmm. Or led to this Because when I think back When I was a kid I was the one in the house With the video camera (laughs) Making little movies (laughs) Uh You know They probably like Little Tyler Perry (laughs) Little Tyler Perry Uh church plays curly on hair, boy, I you, know, you. <laughs> you know with my cousins you know I have to say you know making them act got wigs out of the basement putting them on On <laughs> well, my little you know tw- nine-year-old cousin and she in a mink coat slapping somebody with a purse you know I was making those little you know dramatic shorts back then and, and it's funny because my mom's like you've been making movies since you were a kid mm-hmm. you know like of course this is what you would end up mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. then I moved to LA uh and pursuing my acting career. And I got out here, and it was hard as hell. I thought, I, you know, I thought, hey, I saved up fifteen hundred dollars to move to LA. Look, that's what and I, I, and I I thought, moved there right, for sixteen. Right, and I was look. like, oh, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Month one, <laughs> broke as okay, a joke. Calling mom, hungry. Yeah. Calling mom. They sending me um, care packages, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how to get a gig. I ain't got no car. I like everything, and I was living oh up God, in Hollywood you Hills. Without I was a on car. in
2: Hollywood Hills with no car. Yes, oh Beachwood
4: God. Drive, twenty twenty Beachwood drive. Go by there. It's still there. <laughs> um, you know, every day stepping outside on my porch and I see the Hollywood sign. It's just wow. a reminder like you're here. Mm-hmm. But you you hungry as hell. Yeah. And I was around the time that I met DeAndre. Okay. And when we first started dating, he used to come me How over. did y'all meet? We, y'all ever told you me tell story?
5: him. We met... Uh, I had some... I had a college friend that met his friend that came out to LA with him from Chicago mm-hmm. that was doing a, a spoof on uh, <laughs> New Edition. <laughs> New Edition. <laughs>
4: and i was playing who you oh. was the one with no eyebrows
3: okay you <laughs> no
5: know what you
4: know that, that red that, red, that, that that's you know that, know that butterscotch <laughs> one with no eyebrows
5: <laughs> his name ricky B- ricky, Bell? Yeah. ricky Bell? To- yeah he no, was no, no, the no. only like like DeVoe. real fair one no, with no any, like reddish oh, hair ronnie ronnie yeah. ronnie
4: okay. okay. and, and, and you seen I his eyebrows
2: ronnie had eyebrows
4: didn't he he had no eyebrows he was like Whoopi go bird he had barely any eyebrows
2: well, see, I
5: wasn't a New Edition fans. So I wasn't looking at her. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have no and he was—he was, he was uh, the makeup artist, the special effects makeup artist on the. Oh, I'm trying everything. So he, and he, and the, and act. Wait, play? did you shave his eyebrows? I didn't play
4: one of the. Uh, you didn't play one of the New Edition m- main characters.
1: Yeah, Did he? I don't care. Wait, did you like- shave his
5: eyebrows?
2: No, no I, had to,
4: put, um, uh, I had to cover them. I had to cover. I had to cover them with prosthetics. So we oh, had like okay. latex and mm-hmm. the whole nine. Because his eyebrows are thick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mind and I was him. like, you playing a guy with no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do about this?
1: Uh-huh. So, so, look, while he was doing your makeup, he's staring in your
4: eyes, wasn't That's know. exactly what happened. Uh, uh, <laughs> he was like, ooh, I hear it. I like, ooh, I We got, <laughs> got some pretty skin. <laughs> uh, ooh, look at his lip. Ooh. <laughs> and then every time the dudes would walk in the bathroom, I would be beefing back up. Oh, dude, what up, <laughs> man? What's right, going right, on? Right, right. That, that was what was going on yeah. that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we met. That's how we, yeah. Oh, it's like a. So, what's your story? Where you from?
3: It's like a rom com. Um, uh, I love it. I love it.
5: I'm from LA, uh, born and raised, uh, back back backyard of Hollywood, though. Yeah. Wait, what part? What part of, part of in Hollywood?
1: No. Oh, you ain't oh, okay.
5: okay. Uh I had no access, but what I was lucky to have was mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember Graham Central Station, but right? yes. yeah, yeah. So my yes. my cousin was Chocolate from the original really? Graham Central Station. She so lived in the front house. We lived in the back house. So, what? you know, I had growing up, we were like very, 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 very poor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a lot of family problems. And so my cousin, she would try to take me and my sister out of that element a lot. But what she would do is she was like, she was like uh, uh, Joe Jackson. Cause she would be like, me and my cousin, unique, she would make us run scales.
1: Did you say unique? Unique, yeah. <laughs> that's, her folk, yeah that's her daughter. Yeah, that's her Black folk, that's so funny. She would I love
5: scales <laughs> and, and sing and. and and you know, play, act, and I was always kind of that eclectic kid that would be in the corner writing, mm-hmm. and 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 so it was it was a uh, it was just a matter of time before I found my outlet. But I was always really shy, like Quincy said, super mm-hmm. super shy. And then uh, went to high school, and some friends pressured me to audition for play production, oh, okay. and I caught the bug, and it's it's been like this ever since. Ever since. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of uh, an. Were you in the, Were you in a movie when you were a kid? Something. something yeah, like I was sister in Sister Act two. This, that shot right like,
5: here on this lot. Yeah. Uh huh. I was in Sister Act two and. Who uh, you played in that? Play it now. I was just one of the students. I had um. I had a character that got was on the cutting room floor. Oh yeah, we all done that. But uh, but uh, they, paid, they, do they the paid me the same. They <laughs> paid me the same. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was my start right out of right out of college. Right mm-hmm. out of college. Right out of broke college, <laughs> and <laughs> had nothing. Was about to be evicted. No no joke. Oh, got the gig. Is that
0: the Lauren Hill one?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh she's so yeah. he, oh, yeah. like Lauren, my cousin and staff look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. So yeah. Before that. she was Miss Lauren. <laughs> true that, true yeah. that. Yeah.
5: She she oh I got stories about Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. But yeah, that's how I, that's how I got my starting. Right. Um then kind of after that, uh, was just not getting the parts that I wanted. I just was always relegated to a love interest or some, you know, hood. He was boy. a pretty boy, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, I was just feeling like I wasn't. I, w- I, w- I was playing parts anybody could play. Yeah. And so I met Quincy around about that time, and we were like, he was feeling sort of the same way, and we were like, why don't we just make our own movies? We got we we know how to do this. Like okay. he said when he was little, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was going around shooting me and Unique and my mm-hmm. sister and cousins making little these little movies, and decided, why don't we make stuff that. We want to see ourselves in. And the funny thing is, once we got behind the camera, Mm. that's when all the stuff took off. So I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. (laughs)
4: Some bullshit. <laughs> all so, these auditions okay. and hand oh, no, no. shots okay. from, from black and white to color <laughs> to okay, now just digital. Thanks, too all money just just out that money and Now it's all pictures. digital. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Cool, cool. So you guys finally started working together, making projects. Now, there was a time. Now let, this is important, so mm-hmm. let me just get it out. Mm-hmm. There was a time when this motherfucker was in particular was in the closet,
4: right? Both of
1: us. Oh, you was in the closet too? Yeah, both oh, of bitch, us. They knew you was the guy. What are you talking about? Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now he was. Okay. He was only. He he was only. He only had like one foot in the closet. God, I had both. I was like oh, all really, the way back in there in deep. somebody's shoe. Okay. <laughs> in like, the box. And, you know, you know, and I was, I was only like 95 pounds yeah, yeah. at that time, so I could fit in a shoe, you know, five, five, five pounds. You, so
1: you you be puffing up. Where the where the bitches at? The bitches at?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I will say this. Um, we didn't play that game. All right. Um it, it, it's a complicated background. I I when I met him, I had already proposed to my yeah. yeah my longtime girlfriend back in Chicago. Wow. And I really thought that, you know, when she graduated from grad school, she mm-hmm. was gonna move out to LA. We we're gonna be married, we're <laughs> gonna have children, I was gonna be a big star, mm-hmm. I was gonna take care of the family. That was my plan. Interesting. But I put and on that
1: whip <laughs> <button. laughs>
4: <laughs> so you know, I, you know, I thought that I could live with those blinders on. You know, I really thought that I could focus. And I can't say, and I will. To this day, I loved her. I still, you know, have feelings for her. She's a great person. She's a great friend. So there was there was no uh, charade as far as my feelings for her. But as far as me trying to ignore. You know, this other side of me, this, you know, that I probably had been dealing with Mm -hmm. my whole life Mm -hmm. was, you know, I thought I could put on those blinders. You got Jesus on one side, (laughs) you know, something else on the Mm -hmm. other side, not trying to keep me on this straight, narrow path Mm -hmm. was what I thought, you know, and I thought if I dedicated my life to her.
1: Yeah, you put that blessed um, oil on it, you'd be good. Right, right. (laughs) we'd be good.
4: And, um, you know, she had other plans. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, life had other plans for me. So that's that's how that happened. But he was he was only semi, and 'cause because he was out to he was out to like half of your family and most of your mm. most of your closest friends.
5: I wouldn't say half. I was I was out to my immediate family, meaning my okay. mom, my sister, my grandmother, mm-hmm. and aunt. Like some of my uncles still didn't know, mm-hmm. um, and not my father at all. Okay. at the time I met him. So um, it was a. Uh, It was a lot easier for me because I had the support of my mother, like Mm -hmm. every gay guy will tell you. My Mm -hmm. mama know. So, yeah. and my mother knows <laughs> But there was this thing that I really wanted my dad to know, but my dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's old school, My man. dad is old school uh, LA, like, you know, like Pimp yes. LeJour. Like, his name was Leroy. And he was like, he wasn't going to have that no part to that. You, yeah. Know? Yeah. It was like, you know, he was kind of like, you know, he didn't talk, he mumbled. He was that dude. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he I was like, He's I can't, can't tell this man. Like, <laughs> This man is gonna have me skinned. So uh, uh, this is this is a little this is a sidetrack. But what I uh, why I like talking about this is because that was the man I I, I was most afraid to tell. Now. When I finally came out to him, and I didn't know that I did, mm-hmm. I didn't ever say anything to him. When mm-hmm. I knew that I was out to him was we were having an argument <laughs> over some money. And I owed him some cash uh, that I hadn't given back to him. And he was just he was just chewing me out about this money. You know mm-hmm. I needed this money. I told you I, need, I needed it back in a month. And you went out and bought
4: electric scooters. You got any electric,
5: electric scooters and shit. <laughs> I need my money. And I'm like, Dad, I told you. I'm gonna get it in the next couple of weeks. I like, was like, but you but you giving other people their money back. Yeah. And I'm like, who is he talking to? So Quincy was there with me, and when Quincy's nervous, uh-huh. he just smiles. Oh, really? So he doesn't know what to do, he just smiles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he was just sitting That's there. It's too he much was, for me. He was just sitting there, he was smiling,
5: and my father was like, What you grinning at? You know, okay, but it was wait. more like, What you grinning at? Because uh-huh. he, he he mumbles. Right, right. And uh Quincy was like, you just had no word. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting gritting. here in this I'm, house, like, <laughs> listening to these. And he's like, you laughing, but, you know, like, like, yeah. Gail and me together. You
4: just responsible you for just his respons- death as de- Gail is for me. That was my stepmom. I was like, <laughs> so you with him like I'm with Gail. Really he called said,
5: you out. So that, in that moment, first I'm mad and we're going, and I'm. I had to stop for saying and say, wait a minute, what did he just say?
4: I heard it immediately. I was like... <laughs> then I really started
5: smiling. Like, <laughs> so my dad was basically like, I've been on to you the whole time. Really? You? I'm your father. How do you think I don't know this? Mm-hmm. And he was way beyond us being together. He wanted his money. Wow. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so uh, a couple of years later, we had a family reunion, and he told Quincy somebody was calling me to come because at at our family functions we're always the photographer, f- mm-hmm. the videographers and the <laughs> photographers. Mm-hmm. So he's calling me to get some. Somebody's calling me to get something on film, and my dad's like, "You uh, you better call him." And Quincy's calling me, and I'm not coming. And he told Quincy, "You better go crack that whip." <laughs>
4: Damn. He was just real matter of fact yeah. about about the relationship, which which I loved about him. Yeah. So and it that's was what like, I loved about
5: yeah. He we. Every, there was everybody, never a
4: conversation about sexuality, about what he f- felt. It, n- none of that ever happened. It was just And
5: he was everybody the one of his el- most worried about. Yeah, everybody, yeah. yeah, everybody else compartmentalized us and kind of held us with these, you know, gloved hands. And he was just like, whatever. Like when he, he would call, he would be like, So what what's Quincy doing? And I'd mm-hmm. tell him. And then I tell him he's like, Y'all been good, y'all been, you know, y'all been, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like aggressive,
4: right? Yeah, and he's Yeah, <laughs> y'all go, y'all wanna come over, I'm gonna fry some fish. You
5: know. <laughs> <laughs> when we were <laughs> in we argument, yeah, yeah. we <laughs> arguments, he'd take his side, like, well, you know, you know, you you gotta watch your mouth. You know, you can't be just <laughs> you can't just be saying everything, you know, and not expect something to happen, yeah, you know, brother. So that brother. So that was my father. So yeah. out of the people I was most afraid of, he was the most accepting yeah. and most matter-of-fact about it. Which
4: was wow. amazing. Wow. I love So, that.
2: hold that in all that time. Yes. And then, like, and then
4: yeah. he's just yeah. like, yeah, that it is what it is. Wow. Right. Now, he was funny. I love that. Yeah. He's trying to get a brother TV out of Oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we ain't going to do all that this <laughs> <week>.
1: <laughs> So, let's talk about how we, um, how you guys moved in and made the decision to start. You made the decision to start working together and making projects. How did you decide to get into the LGBT world and the gay world? <laughs> oh wow! that
4: was um you know that wasn't as much of a conscious decision as it was kind of it happened upon us mm-hmm. um so the first the first project we did together was just me, him, mm-hmm. and my sister was uh living with us at the time, <laughs> and we were bored as hell, and we weren't working, and mm-hmm. we decided to he wrote this little. He, he's a huge Prince fan. We'll talk about that later because that, yes, right. that that Wait, will bring man, we tears. So we're not we going to do it. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, oh, no, no. I thought
5: that's what I saw earlier and I was like, that can't <sighs> be. Yes, Okay. You see is. that
4: thing? Oh, when I first. met him, that was this big hanging <laughs> from his bedroom? It was zero. a mural. <laughs> so I didn't, do it. I didn't play. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. <so, laughs> <laughs> there was a print song called Had You. Mm-hmm. And one day he was in bed and he was, you know, had on his little headphones listening to his print CD. You know we had them little uh CD Walkman. Yeah. He yes. had a little CD Walkman in bed. And he wrote this short, <laughs> you know, based off of this print song. He's like, "We shoot this." So we like went out with my sister Gorilla style went to Third Street Promenade okay. went to the Burbank Galleria uh, and just shot these little scenes and it was uh it was it was a silent film hmm. done to a print song so okay. it was like a you know narrative mm-hmm. uh music video kind of but All it was right. a little short mm-hmm. and we just did it for ourselves and we showed it to friends and people were like, this is really good. Hmm. Like, you know, we, we we have a community of friends who are off, who are either filmmakers, sure. went to film school. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, their opinion was, you know, really important because they were like, you guys this 'cause Because we did it for us. Just... To be Which is something. when it counts
1: the most. To me. Yeah, we
4: did it just to be in something. We didn't do it to say, "Hey guys, look at us. Mm-hmm. We're making films." It was like, "No, hey, look at us. We're actors. Cast yeah, us yeah, in some yeah, shit." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were like, "No, guys, this is this is really good." And uh, he found out about uh, show times. Digital alternative film festival yes. at the time, and this was during MySpace years. Okay, <laughs> what's that? So, that Wait, you know, what, that, my who? My well, who? My what was what? the fastest what internet speed then? Was okay. 46k, oh, no, was, was like the fastest. Oh, and videos were about you can't see this on the radio, but videos were like Too you know, a couple yeah. of stamps yeah. wide. Yeah. Um, and he decided, Oh, we should submit it because if we became a finalist, all the finalists would. Uh, stream online. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the beginning. There was no YouTube. No, no, mm-hmm. it
5: wasn't even finalists. You just stream online automatically. That oh, and then no people watching. Oh, okay. You could see it. That was so. It was like, oh, that's uh, cool. So see family
4: it. and friends across the country mm-hmm. can go online and look at our film. That is so cool. You know, like <laughs> that just shows you how dinosaur we are. Because uh, <laughs> that was some new shit. So we submitted it. Forgot about it, you know, sent the link out to friends and emails like, hey, look at this little thing we did. And it was months, months later where we were in bed. Somebody knocked on the door. I get up to answer the door and it's FedEx. Hmm. And I'm like... Ooh, what did what you, you order? Right, did you order? It was like this little package. I thought it was a rebate because I had just argued with them about our cable, <laughs> about cable out bill for like and two it, weeks, and it was from Showtime. <laughs> oh, so really? the, the the you know the little envelope was from Showtime. So he's thinking, oh, Showtime has sent us something. The rebate. I didn't and even that's what I'm thinking because right hey, hey, when hey. I tell you months we hadn't heard back from the festival, mm-hmm. we didn't know who were oh, finalists no, I, I or didn't anything. We, I, I wasn't. I just I didn't think we had made that festival. I get in I hand it to him. I'm sitting in He opens it and he pulls out the this letter and his mouth drops open and I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like, it said that we won best short what? film and we won ten thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 we're like, ah. and it was like a judge of like industry wow. professional stars that were judging these. Like um, I to see, this these <laughs> I see this no, no, it's. Not, it's it that I'm good. telling you, we shot it <laughs> with a Sony Handy Cam. Wow. And I and we went. Uh, and went on 3rd Street, put my sister on a bench in the middle of the street. <laughs> I went in the, what is it, BB Baby? How do you call it? What do oh, you call it? B- BB B- I asked the manager, do you mind if I just, you know, I just shoot this from through the window? It's me with my handy cam. Mm-hmm. Shooting, you know, just knowing how to shoot shit because right. that's mm-hmm. what we've been doing our whole lives. Right. On the mall, paid, what, a couple of dollars for him and my sister to get on a, a carousel. Mar- a carousel. <laughs> and I'm, in the hide <laughs> and then i hand him for the real, camera and he shoots the reverse <laughs> from the, from the carousel <laughs> of me standing funny. over there you know it was completely gorilla i think we spent 10 dollars in total on parking <laughs> Between parking, wait, a, wait, coffee. Coffee, oh, wow. a cup parking. of coffee, coffee, ten dollars parking, and a carousel ride, and y'all got 10000 dollars, and it went out in the press and everything. And wait, we did were...
2: you think it was publishing clearinghouses like them fake checks? Like, did you look at it? Like, it's real? It
4: was.
5: You didn't want to believe so it at, at first. At the moment, at the 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 moment that it was happening. We were so we, we broke. Were so so broke. when I got it, Broken the first thing I did was I called incessantly to Showtime, the 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 little number that was in the letter. And I kept saying, <laughs> is this real? <laughs> <laughs> no, but is it real? I can cash it right now. I don't have to. Okay. You're so cute. I would have took it to the bank <laughs> because I and just, just see what happened. <clears throat> what? Right. Showtime. I thought mm-hmm. it was showtime. I oh. kept calling, and they were like, Yeah, they were like laughing at me on other thing. <laughs> yes, sir, it's real. Congratulations. It was, it was, I was, it was like, But crazy. I can catch it today. And they
1: were like, <laughs> Anytime you're ready. Yeah. Anytime you're ready. <laughs> you're like I'm supposed to be
4: fitted. I'm supposed to get them Jordans. We don't eat. be fitted. Okay. So that, that that was that was the first and moment. that story
5: also happened to be we didn't even realize it at the time. We look back on it. It was a down low story. We didn't even. Yes. it we made we did, it. Yeah, we, we didn't
4: know that. It, we didn't. Really?
5: I, I I was just making a, a unrequited love story, mm-hmm. and I'm so it was open a love triangle. That um yeah, it was a love triangle. Basically, it's it was a reversal of. I guess you go. Mm-hmm. The girl was in love. The girl she was in a relationship, in a relationship, but in love with another guy who she hooked up with, and then she finds out that the two guys are actually okay. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know it wasn't you know nothing, you know exceptionally. But it's little. simple. That's but how it, right. would it, was simple. Yeah. it should be simple. I bad. mean,
4: we even had we even had like graphics and everything. Really? I mean, we had like a little not a little, CGI. C- a little CGI, which was me. Uh, with an old ass dinosaur version of Photoshop <laughs> painting hand screens. Like frame right. by frame Wow To do our little like <laughs> Transitions <laughs> and It still never came out right <laughs> But it, it's cute You know right, right, right. It's cute yeah. It's real cute It sounds
1: like it was endearing And that's probably what Gabbed everybody yeah. They didn't you have a know? problem With know. the having the Prince
4: song in it Right Like copyright. They did Okay so that was the other thing
1: Yeah I was thinking
5: So after Well we We slowed the Prince song
4: down And it was like Whoa Okay there you go we Did this little thing on it But it was still his song You
5: knew it was Prince though right We knew it was Prince was Prince and yeah. and um, but they quietly didn't say anything, and we quietly didn't we say quiet anything. we gonna edit that part, Dan. What, <laughs> yeah.
4: what, who, yeah,
2: Andre Simone?
4: <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a little, it was like <laughs> one of Prince songs, it's it an, an obscure song. song yeah. Nobody yeah, would definitely. have known except like Prince fans, mm-hmm. and like the public would have not known. I would
2: have heard that, I would have been like, even would have been slow now He's like, right? You, you would have <laughs> known. That is Prince Rogers now, <laughs> You would have, right? right. <laughs> You're Prince Radar. I'm not on gonna on. say nothing. No. Right.
4: <laughs> no, it was it was fun. So he, t- we took that money and decided, you know, it was kind of like the universe saying, "Hey, yeah, this is what you, you know, putting now, you I back, mean, bringing you that's, back." That's a serious wake up call. Like a big show, okay. Yeah, it was, you know I mean? it was. It was. It was. It was really like see, an amazing this is, moment. This
1: is why I always tell young writers and filmmakers to submit to Austin and all these other type of things like you guys did, because now you have some weight up under your project. Right. You won something for Showtime. Showtime gave use us something some money. else, yeah. whether right. it be a script or whatever. Right. So right. now it's not just a script. It's right. a script with this. It's a finalist at Austin. It's a, what you know what I mean. Right. Something you know. So I think that's
4: no. That's a smart move. I mean, giving it so, it, so you weight. got so you got yeah, the you money. So what? we got the money. So once you
1: ate hey, wait,
5: well wait, wait, where are my <laughs> at? and got like some bills
4: paid, and you co- like we got a new camera. Yeah, so we got yeah, we Updated, updated, we updated got our got editing a, equipment. New computer okay. stuff. I, I think we had an e-machine. Had an e-machine. <laughs> <laughs> with wow. the bare minimum. It had like a gigabyte
5: on it. That was a lot back then. Wow. Like, like I don't even think it was a gig. It was like 600 megabytes. Something crazy.
4: And the and the editing equipment, my I, I, I would tell you that what he edited, had you on was like one of those boxed editing softwares that you get at um Best Buy mm-hmm. to do family videos oh, with a little wow. cheesy transition software. Yeah. So like that was all we had to work with at the time. Was like,
1: but no final cut back no then. Final, no. No, we didn't have none of that. We
4: didn't know none of that. We didn't know any of that <laughs> uh-huh. stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, do you know who Paul Garnes is? I something. Yeah, Paul Garnes is an executive producer. I mm-hmm. uh, used to produce with um, Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just did the um, Martin Luther King mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. with. Uh, forget oh, everybody's oh, oh, name. Oh. What's his name? I knew the time out. I'm looking at the
1: face. From yeah, I can see it too. From, Selma. <laughs> yeah, Thank he you. was one
4: of the EPs of Selma, okay. uh, the new own series. Mm-hmm. You know, like Paul's doing big, big, big shit. But Paul's a friend of ours from Chicago, mm-hmm. and he used to, you know, slide. This is why I love my Paul. He used to slide us uh, bootleg software. <laughs> so that's how we we started getting building our foot software. building oh, our okay. you know learning how yeah. to do. Final cut and mm-hmm. all of this different stuff, and we would just sit in Paul's office back like in the, the day. It's like the old
2: days when people, this, yeah.
5: this is what we we broke and you struggling trying to exactly do it. Exactly, you would right. get like the bootleg yeah. cut of right. like they give you like four serial numbers, like if this one yeah. don't work, try this one. <laughs> if this one don't work, try this
4: one. Like if you
2: and for your and, and for
5: your screenwriting software, <laughs> yeah. the bootleg of yeah. like
4: final draft, yeah. I, my movie first Magic. final draft was bootlegged in mm-hmm. the yes. movie. Just, <laughs> I think mine still is. <laughs> Unless y'all got something in here, <laughs> some 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 gifts for coming on the show. <laughs> That is too <laughs> funny. No, but that yeah, software back in the day was like crazy yes, expensive. It was crazy. Yes. It was not made for the layman at all. It was like for professionals. So, mm-hmm. you know, thanks. You know, shouts know out funny? to Paul for, Definitely. for hooking you brothers know what's up What's funny back that in the day. I'm
1: hearing is something you were talking about earlier something about things you do when you're a kid or earlier and you don't realize how it helps you later. Because one thing that happened years later, and we'll get into it as we go along. They eventually started producing, you know, like some of the big dance shows and all these mm-hmm. other sing off. You didn't know that all that shit you guys do no. back then. Was learning gone. how to edit. That's and what people shoot. were like. Now you can go be field producer. Right. Now you can do. People right. Right. when somebody right. first
5: approached us about being about producing, I was like, I didn't even know what that was. It was like <laughs> you've been, but that's you've what been doing it the whole time. show. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I, I just I, I saw I get I I saw that as getting it done. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Just exactly. gotta get it done. You know? that's, like,
2: a, that's the definition that you know. Right.
5: The get, get it done.
2: done. <laughs> <laughs> that's the T-shirt. That's the
4: T-shirt. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
5: <laughs> so yeah, that was a uh, that was a very uh, that taught us something. As like a, a friend, we have so many uh, angels in our lives. Like a mm-hmm. uh, friend Rosero. Was the one that got us to gig on uh, America's Best Dance Crew, and he was basically show. saying he's the, co- the head choreographer for mm-hmm. the show, and he was like, "Y'all motherfuckers do this all day long, <laughs> and they about to hire. They <laughs> about, see, about to hire. See, all... That's a friend you need. Yeah. If you yeah. tell you, just like he that. We keeping it real too. They with about you. to hire somebody, and you I was because my thing was always like, No, I we not qualified. See? We're not yes. no experience. Yes. He was like, yes. hey, You
4: guys do this. We're like, We don't do. Long. We don't do this kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. we were doing like little, little short films, and yeah. we had done the right. DL Chronicles at that point. Mm-hmm. And we were going through, which we'll get to oh, yeah, yeah, get yeah. into later. We were going through that little low period, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Y'all motherfuckers, I
3: mean, I now. felt like <laughs> okay, we y'all could produce, a show, but this was a major. <laughs> right.
5: This is <was> a major <laughs> yes. reality dance competition." So, so, it was I was like, yeah, so I was, I was you, like, "Yeah, and then you start
2: getting to that like imposter syndrome, even though you've been doing the work. Yeah, you feel you had a thing like, well, these are people professional doing for years. Like, they this is what they're doing is what you're doing." And we don't seem to make that yes. connection exactly. sometimes. You and know? then you,
4: you get in, you get <laughs> in there, you and, like, and you realize everybody don't... in there is an imposter. Yes! Yeah. 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 And we're yeah. all, all learning as doing. we're going. Like, learning yeah. as you Damn, go. That's yeah. a really okay. good way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. It really was. I was sitting in there like trying to find out who do I need to latch on to mm-hmm. so that I can make sure I ain't screwing up and I'm learning the ropes. And they end up looking up to us for answers. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> this is for, way longer than me. Like I mean, We're like, not
5: coming on this show. New, oh, this wow. is we not didn't a think new about show. The show is in its right. fourth season nice. and you're looking to me to mm-hmm. figure out? I was like, so that's when that's when it hit in for us. Just you you fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And But the funny thing was we weren't really faking it because when we got there, we actually did have some insight that mm-hmm. did help the show get better bet. and we never knew that was inside of mm-hmm. us and I never knew that that it was just that mm-hmm. kind of relaxed environment most of these people who are at the top so mm-hmm. to speak they're they're doing the same thing you're doing they're just trying to figure it out trying to just figure it out? just a bunch of collective <coughs> minds trying to figure it out nobody right. is like magical mm-hmm. so right. i was like okay and they treated us like equals which the problem great. solvers and that's really right. your, that's your where, job yeah you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah yeah so, yeah definitely,
4: definitely producing is problem solving that's so
2: good to hear especially since you get in there and you're like we already know how to do this. We got this. We
4: got this. Right. I still have that fear for, like, for instance, I've never been a staff writer. Mm -hmm. I've never written on... Which
1: pisses me off, by the way. uh,
4: I mean, I've never... We were talking about that the other day. I'm like, this is bullshit. I've never written (laughs) on a network show. (laughs) Our own show, we wrote our own episodes. We Mm -hmm. did that. But we had complete autonomy over our show. And Mm -hmm. we were... On a tiny budget. On a very tiny budget. That's Mm -hmm. how we got that autonomy. Mm -hmm. But so I never learned the ropes of you know tv series sure. writing within the studio system mm-hmm. and i had a lot of anxiety about even trying to like my agent was you know has you know she's in the past tried to push me and him like towards studio the yeah. studio system you know cuz damn you're becoming producer like, level oh, you know what i mean you know how to like do that, it yeah, already oh, yeah. you know so that you yeah. know still having that same anxiety yes. like i don't know what i'm doing she's right. mm-hmm. like you produced a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know. Hold on, man. That was on TV. Yes. <laughs> Around I've the world. People have seen it. Okay. And you still think you uh-huh. don't know what you're doing? And I'm like, yeah. Still. Yeah. T- what is it? 20, how many
5: 25 now? shows in, we still like, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I still don't know if I
2: know
1: what I'm doing. But I'm going to keep doing till they tell me they show me the door. <laughs> 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 but let, let's talk about how did DL come to you guys, the DL Chronicles. How did that, how did it happen? That, that was a, uh, that was a, uh...
5: That was the climate at the time. So we had just done our own short with both of us cast as brothers.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, we, we that was our follow up to "Had You." This we, is where
5: we. This almost made us give up though, because we had a lot of high hopes for this short. That mm-hmm. it actually was a feature. It wasn't even a short. We did a feature with us yeah. as brothers and did the whole thing with that new equipment In that we got twenty four p.
4: And yes, 24, 24 peak. peak. Yeah. Oh my
3: God, taking me way back. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And so it didn't do well. The festivals were not liking it. That mm-hmm. we weren't
4: accepted anywhere. And right. we had we had Jar Jar Binks in it. Really? <laughs> I mean, you know, we had some people who had, you know, some friends of ours who had worked mm-hmm. and had some. Some name behind them, and um,
5: we put some cash behind. It. We had, we had direct. We had, we, we, had, we, a direct,
4: we, had, we a, had a we crane. Direct. Like, we had a crane. <laughs>
5: ah, You're yeah. uh, like, uh, <laughs> just, was, <laughs> just, like we had a crane. That was but
3: like, we, we had, had a crane. highlight. We had shot. a crane shot. Okay. okay. We had. Which, we which had is a funny, smoke, by the way. Uh, smoke it, machine. I was looking at <laughs> smoke like, machine. I was looking this. Week, I was shit. looking
1: this week at like the very first episode of the DL Chronicles, and then I went and looked at the new the Wow, I always forget the new, what's the new show called? Chadwick Journal. Chadwick Journal. Uh-huh. And that opening shot of like the crane coming up like this and I was like, oh, this bitch has got a budget now. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, they know no, that's, how to do it. That's that same crane you know that I mean? never, never got to be seen. <laughs> we put it away because we were like, no, we don't want to do this no more. <laughs> so, they, we we did it oh, and uh that didn't do well so we were we were kind of we heard about it cuz we put a lot into it and that. it was I called know. of
4: death and dying and it was about a brother uh dying of cancer and the other brother not wanting to you let know go. let go okay. and it was you know it was, it was sweet i thought it was sweet <laughs> people <laughs> but, thought it was emotional and touching but <laughs> so, I, so <laughs> what i'm saying like, that eh. to say
5: we knew we knew that we could make a film <clears <clears <throat> whether or not people would do you like you guys it direct that's you that one by the way, way? yeah we yeah, wrote and directed it, directed it. Directed it started it. Quincy wrote it and we both mm-hmm. directed. But then uh so there was this thing going on with the, the DL at the time. Me and Quincy seven years into a relationship, six or seven years mm-hmm. in still in the closet mm-hmm. professionally. Sure, sure, sure. And um there was this talk. I was there was uh what's his, what's the JL King. J. L. King put out that book on the low or on the mm-hmm. down low. and then mm-hmm.
4: Oprah put it put brought him on her show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he
5: was on the show just talking some nonsense. And I was like, <laughs> what is this fool doing? Uh-huh. Like I was feeling like you are taking us in, a, and you, because you only really have 15 minutes of the show when you put it all together without the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And in 15 minutes, you are taking have taken us back about 20 years in the Black gay community. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're talking about your story. This story is not universal. Right. This right. story is not the litmus for what is going on in the community. And you're not explaining why. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was, he was spouting out all of this seediness and the secrecy and HIV and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff and he wasn't ever explaining the why and also this... That was your shady ass. Okay. That wasn't that's okay. the, the most of the men I know. All right. okay, so, and mm-hmm. then Oprah, she, she was kind of aggravating me because she usually plays a devil's advocate yes. and she went it, right it, along yeah, with that the sensationalized spot narrative. Yeah.
4: It hit that that inner sister fear uh-huh. for her and I she remember, was just like, was oh, hell no. Yeah. 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 You know, She she was not yeah. being the Oprah yes. that she usually mm-hmm. was because it, I guess it touched a nerve for mm-hmm. her and I was like, what? So you having see, having there, was right? yeah. there was yeah. something awkward. There was something awkward. So I, we were obviously angry yeah.
5: because you know we're in the closet, but we're not de- we're not deceiving anybody. But loved ones we're afraid to lose. Sure. There's no women involved. Yeah, right. We don't have HIV. Yeah. What the it's hell? It's a business thing. Yeah, right. It, right. Yeah. right. Yeah.
1: So you guys like, were actors still
4: too. Right. So you Yeah. Were looking yeah. At, we had a yeah. We had a lot of
5: things. I was that like, we were and this phenomenon about. is so much more layered than what was covered on this show. You're not talking about religion. You're not talking about the emasculation of the black male. You're not talking about all of this stuff that
4: we're you know, like
5: that. These men of men of color gravitate. Are, are not talking about on, sexism, right? Mm-hmm. And
4: how it, you know, there's an intersection between that and homophobia. Right. Or your favorite All word, the- Quincy,
1: colorism. Huh?
5: Colorism.
4: <laughs> well, colorism. You know, <laughs> but
5: these men hang on to their masculinity for a reason. It's a survival mm-hmm. instinct and technique. It's not. To, it's not for the sake of deception. It's sure. it's because it's how we survive, mm-hmm. and especially in this in this racist country, if you, our masculinity was all that we had, we you know that was our that was our strength as black men. It was mm-hmm. our strength. That's how we maneuver. It's through it's society. the one
4: thing that we've we've had as black men that gave us an a seat at the table, and it's it's an, in somewhat in an aberrant way. Okay. But the reason that hip hop is so popular, mm-hmm. um, that it makes so much money, the the reason that black sports athletes are so admired is that that m- black manness hmm. thing, that, mm-hmm. almost that almost that, that male that hypermasculinity, the hypermasculinity yeah. is the one thing that we've been able to be paid attention to in America, and it's extremely important. Mm-hmm. To African-American men to hold on to that power. It's power for them. And for which other is why, men to copy
2: them. And yeah. that, that thing, that swagger, that thing, you know, it's just all the things that tend to, that black men tend to do, you know, other men of the other cool races. The cool poses yes, they call it in they, psychology. They, yeah, they call it the cool poses. You know what's
1: funny? My, I don't know why this reminds me. My husband, who's a white guy, he always says to me, like I'll be walking by in my underwear and he go, your body always looks like a freaking cheetah or something like that. And I say, well, you don't know. Black people are like cheetahs, and you guys are like lions. They didn't tell you that. <laughs> we smooth. We <Aww>. Panthers. <laughs> I said we just lean and you know whatever. Reason. Y'all bitches just thick, you know whatever. The <laughs> so we now we make a joke about it. You know, it's just funny.
2: Thick for no reason, just sitting there.
5: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So so we we that happened, and then there was this influx of. Uh, gay and lesbian media going. Mm-hmm. The, if You guys remember Blockbuster, that sure. ancient store that used to <laughs> hold these things called What's DVDs?
4: <laughs> Netflix? Uh, no, and,
5: Blockbuster. And there was there was there you mean was you walk and you get in your car and you drive <laughs> somewhere. And you actually walk and up you got to store walk in the store and read and you got labels. Somebody could somebody explain
1: the movie to you
5: yeah. at the counter. Turn, turn it over and you got to the get back? there
1: on time. Or they only had ten of movies And yeah, yeah, then you yeah. could
2: only take like maybe if you depending on what type of plan you buy. Mm-hmm. maybe three or four at times so you
5: right. right? because you has got to be back tomorrow right right. you got that that's plan right. where
4: you have to be back in 24 yes. hours you, right. you, you just, call ahead and you ask them to hold, hold it yes. Yes. if it's there yes. Yes. and you could
5: ask the counter person so which one is better did, did you see this <laughs> and they knew <laughs> and they knew Yes, that's all and that's if that's you gone. wait for the
2: movie to come in people be coming and you'd be sitting there when they're doing the return box
3: yes yes
4: to grab yeah. the movies out of the return yeah. box. Yeah. There it goes. Like because you, you, know, you, you know the best time yes. to come and get your movies exactly. is the, the time that they were supposed to be yes. returned. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you schedule that. Yes. Oh, oh man. Days. So, blockbuster days. <laughs>
5: there was a lot of LGBT films mm-hmm. uh on DVD, straight to DVD happening, and we we liked them. We were renting them like crazy because mm-hmm. it was just seeing yourself reflected on the screen or so we thought for yeah. a second. There was yeah. also this influx of black straight to DVD media mm-hmm. yeah.
4: and we were eating up too and then... Because then you're like, you know, the cultural aspect and then and there's right. the sexual aspect right. over here. So we sure. were, you know, being fed by both categories. Mm-hmm.
5: And then they, and then we were like, as we were watching both, we were like, wait a minute, there's no intersection. There's mm-hmm. no black gay. Mm-hmm. There's, there's all white gay stuff and all straight black stuff, so we were like, hmm, <laughs> so that but we didn't know it was going to be the d l right and I think that happened first I and love then, that, and 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 that that
4: that day. yeah, that observation happened that first, happened first. And, and, then and then we, then we watched the episode Oprah. of Oprah with j l. King, mm-hmm. and then and that light was, bulb went off, mm-hmm. the spark mm-hmm. was like we should address this because it pissed us off, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and that's how we came up with the idea for the show
1: but how did you guys get it to um? I'm, Here about TV. To say. Here. I'm about to call you Hulu. Here, TV. How, TV how did that happen? Them TV. TV? Yeah, stop it. Blah, blah, blah,
4: blah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't being shady. Oh, you tell them bitches. Hey. Tell on them bitches. Uh, uh, That's I ain't all being I'm being shady. Saying. Beware. <laughs> but I ain't being shady. Um,
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> look at that, fine. <laughs> them, them over there, TV. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, Outfest. Al-Fest. It was did right, that for right.
5: us. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys
4: got we did the, the pilot in there. Well, we did? did the pilot. All right. uh, we did the pilot, and they were
5: lukewarm interested at them and Logo after the pilot. The, mm-hmm. after, yeah,
4: after the pilot. Um, yeah, it was them. It was another channel called Queer TV. Oh, QTV. Yeah. They they folded. Um, logo. Logo. MTV logo and Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, but Damn. they didn't really Warner, um, straight to
5: DVD. But yeah. I mean, I mean, but was I was still like, hey, hey still, you would have That's, Warner Warner it, that's, that that's more. Yeah. So we I mean, we, we
4: didn't want to wait mm-hmm. because this was what our goal was. Like, look, there's a market out there. Direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go the traditional route with this show if we don't want to. If we can produce enough uh, content for one DVD for a few seasons, we can just keep putting out. Mm-hmm. You know. Chapter one of the deal, chapter two. You know, just getting into the DVD market, and mm-hmm. so also these
5: people's deals that they were offering—they were still really tangled, mm-hmm. and it was going to be a while before we saw any movement. Mm-hmm. So we just went. We were and tired did of waiting. One. We just we were did tired. tired. we were like, well, we, let's just move forward. We independently produced the second episode.
4: Okay. It, you know, somebody—if somebody bites in the meantime, great. If they don't. We'll have three half-hour episodes for a DVD. Okay, and what happened um, and that in that interim?
5: Goal. That first pilot, it just—I don't know. I don't. We were really hungry for content, Black people. Mm-hmm. we were really hungry for content, and it was played everywhere. It's like it went viral. Didn't yeah. It went viral. It became like a, like a cult hit. And yeah. we were like. I was like, okay, I thought it, I thought it was cute, but dang.
1: <laughs> you're like, we didn't even try on that. Yeah, though. right. That was
5: yeah. So when we did the second one, the audience had was so enormous that it was like they had to schedule new screenings when it was yeah. playing festivals the, like across the, the country. I don't
4: know if you were there then mm-hmm. when like we first like. The first,
5: um, I mean, I knew you guys
0: in,
1: but I didn't know you like that. I didn't. That know was you a, like that. an
4: amazing uh, period. Yeah. Like it was when I think back on it, it was just like when we would walk up, like we'd be in. Because
1: I remember you guys in Philadelphia, go to and y'all be like, they be treating y'all like, oh shit, like Quincy, That was a long time <laughs> was, ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, went
4: that, we went from that to not getting it. But I just remember one day we flew because, you know, we know Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was one of the first markets, also because the the weekend that we premiered at Outfest in LA was also the same weekend that they programmed us in Atlanta, and it was due to Kim Utani okay. of Outfest mm-hmm. who loved our project and was like, "Can I send this to my friend who um, who programs, who in, programs Atlanta. in Atlanta?" So, well, like a Saturday Sunday, we mm-hmm. had premiered in both both markets.
1: Did you guys go? Did you fly to both? No, we we didn't go to to Atlanta, Atlanta,
4: but we got all of these reports back from the crowd Mm -hmm. and the response. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. So we hadn't seen that.
1: This is pre Twitter.
4: This was right. This is pre Twitter. This is when you had to get a phone call. So, (laughs) so, you know, we sold out. Uh Yeah. yeah, They they sold out at that really beautiful, like old classic theater, Fox theater Theater in Atlanta. So finally, when we, when we started touring with the show, um once here tv at picked us up and then mm. we started promoting we I, I just it was so amazing like we went to Philadelphia and i'm like i never thought about Philadelphia and i'm like do we really have an audience in Philadelphia <laughs> and we were walking up and it was it was screened at this beautiful art like modern art museum downtown Philadelphia <laughs> and when we were walking from our hotel to it we saw like this line of people around this building. We didn't know that that was the theater.
5: I was like, what are they going to
1: see? So <laughs> <It's like, laughs> like, we just
4: walking, walking it's, it's along the back in town. <laughs> it was like a concert. I was concert. like, I might want to go <laughs> see that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what is going on? So we're walking alongside <laughs> all these people, and, and we just walking past everybody, just like- <laughs> This is Philadelphia. What is going like, on? A, this is Philadelphia. It it's was- the Roots it was playing. Crazy. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> I was like,
5: like, "Can we? Do we have to be on the Q and A platform? Can we go where where they're going?" going. So we get
4: all the way to the front of the building where we realize this is the address, and we're like, "Wow, is this is this 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 for us?" Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we're like, "Oh my gosh!" And it sold out, Hmm. and I mean, it was a huge theater. It sold out, and then they had to screen. They had to schedule a second screening, (laughs) Um, and that was like when we. Visually, got to experience the impact mm-hmm. that the show had had mm-hmm. um, on the black gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were actually, the we
5: we'll skipped a little bit. We were actually supposed to do a deal with Elin Harris mm-hmm. through Warner Brothers. Through Warner Brothers. He, they were going to do this partnership deal where they were going to do his books and media and whatever else. They, they, they wanted to the brand our too.
4: show with Elin Harris's okay. name.
5: Okay. Because uh, we didn't have a name. <laughs> It it was just taking so long, and then years later, Elin wanted us to do the books, and then he passed away.
4: Um, He was in yeah he was in town the day he passed away. mm -hmm. That morning was when he had scheduled for us to meet. So we got up that morning to get dressed to go have lunch with Elin because he wanted us to develop his upcoming. series. Hmm. The basketball uh, the diaries. Bas- I don't know hmm. if it was the basketball diaries. It was was our another batch of I don't remember. He was <laughs> he was in the process of working on like a new series. <laughs> um but the basketball diaries did come out afterwards. So I'm not sure hmm. which one it was. And um you know, I got online and it was just like yeah. rest in peace, wow. E lynn and I'm like Huh? We like supposed to we're, him? No more. Yeah. We're on our way. No, we I'm were. No that was oh, that morning. Was that was yeah. the day. We were getting up to get dressed to meet him. Wow. For lunch, mm-hmm. and I was just like, it was like devastating. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. But yeah, that was the beginnings of. So what of was it like? The deal chronicle. I
1: know you can't go into it, but what was it like? Huh? At, at here TV, huh? just in the <laughs> hear me out. Just in a sense. Huh? <laughs> cuz DeAndre we were talking. We no, I was <laughs> But We were we were talking about how the misunderstandings that people have when they, when you have a show you know on uh-huh. TV, the assumptions they have is you must be bocheka.
0: <laughs> you must right. be Roland. Right. You all know, right, things right, must right. be
1: going really really well. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not asking about how much money you made at all. I'm just want them to see the reality of what it is to be on a small network and oh. the expectations of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, we didn't have no money. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs>
5: um, yeah, it was uh, when you do these little small network deals. It's 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 ma- it's mainly you have to understand. It's mainly about getting your product out. We didn't know that. We we thought like everybody else. Oh, we made it. Mm-hmm. And what you don't realize is that these uh, net fifty deals mean that you don't make any money.
4: It means zero. That your there's zero. no back, so nothing. What? You have to Well, get explain d- the net 50 to the yeah. net, net 50 is uh, a 50-50 split mm-hmm. of all proceeds after they recoup costs. Those costs can creatively mm-hmm. be a fart if they want them to Yes. <laughs> <make. laughs>
1: so you... Can keep you this is real talk. Yeah, no, this is real like, talk. Yeah. This is so real by the talk. time,
4: you know, you sell your DVDs and... and you go on tour, so that, mm-hmm. that beautiful tour, mm-hmm. that beautiful first trip to London, that you know, right? first class, that, that bottle pocket. of champagne yep. that was sitting in the bedroom yep. when we walked in, yep. those great dinners that we've had, yep. you know, promoting With the, the entire show. staff of the network. And they're what? like, Here, no, it's on us and then they pull out that credit yep. card. That's really on you. No, it's all on you. That's right. It's all on That's you. That's good to hear. Okay. And is so you saying? also like,
2: I bring my own sandwiches. <laughs> right. Exactly.
4: No. I got you bring like a little lunch, lunch box. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got and mine. Sure. Paper bagging it. Right. I'm paper bagging right. it.
5: And this recoupment is all it can it lasts for infinity because you can always design your your accountants can always design a recoupment on paper
4: that looks like, oh, we're still paying for your show. <laughs> and for yeah. and, it's and called in, so. perpetuity. creative accounting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny, we were watching the episode of uh Vinyl last night mm-hmm. and which <laughs> is you about, mean y'all watching?
5: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we about yeah, we we're, we're, were watching it. <laughs> it. We were like
4: into the third episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um tried, they I were know. trying to <laughs> botch some records, um mm-hmm. some sales. And so he was like we got to call the creative accountant and like <laughs> <laughs> they, they went to the account, they're counting like, like, why aren't you making these numbers work so it looks like we didn't do this, this, and that. Yeah. And I was just like, God oh, damn man.
1: it. It just reminds oh, me, God. I got to say this, fuck it. I used to love making the band, uh-huh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Diddy and them. <laughs> Y'all probably worked on the show. No, but <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and so, what was it, uh, day, day 26, whatever they were called? Mm-hmm. So they they do the season one. They come back season two. And they're, they're interviewing all of them They do the little the little opening teaser And show you what they've been doing before And here they are back again And one of them is like yeah, We got an album out We went gold And we don't even have any money Like that type of shit and then they show them on the show and they're in the fucking penthouse and whatever. I'd have been like, Diddy, um, I don't need to we be in the penthouse. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. I'd rather just put us in a little apartment and let us recoup that shit later on. Instead, right. they still do the Jets. They still do the... I'm like, fuck that. I wouldn't mm. be doing none that of be that Greyhound shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving. I don't need the myself. Range Rover. stop to pick at the me Popeyes. Up. Right <laughs> <laughs> we can get right. a town car. We can Uber a bitch. We can Uber <laughs> Y'all need
2: something? <laughs> we can Uber our way down there. Right. You know what I mean? You think you
1: would learn season two. Right. To be like, no, dude, I'm good. Here's let we work right. this contract. You Something. think you would learn from TLC movie and Tony yes. Braxton, like yes.
2: count your shit, count your yeah. shit.
0: <laughs> no, well, was... even
5: these little fledgling networks mm-hmm. that. You'll never really it's just it's what they are. You'll never see that kind of money Mm -hmm. from a a little network like here. TV. You have that. Those are the those are the NBC's Mm -hmm. and the ABC's HBO's where you see real money. Mm -hmm. Those you have to know when you're getting a deal with a channel like that. It's about the
4: exposure.
1: You yep. So, you understand. have to have your reasons you have as have producers. Yes. yes.
4: yes. yes. Right. Yeah. 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 W- which there's a benefit to that. Sure. You know what yeah. There's like a huge benefit. The benefit to it. of us having been with that show was we, you know, we got the press. We were in variety. Mm-hmm. Um, people saw us as producer directors. Mm-hmm. You know, writers. That mm-hmm.
5: sold a show. That that's that's sold great. a show. You got a show, that You did. A show that, you
4: know, people are liking is winning awards. When mm-hmm. we won the GLAD Awards, mm-hmm. we were the first black television series to win a GLAD Award. So yeah. it was. You know, we were sitting in the rooms with people. We got called into the HBOs. Mm-hmm. We, you the went HBOs. to all of
1: them, didn't you? All yeah. the big ones, yeah. yeah. We
4: did all of it. I mean, yeah. we sat in the office of president, you know, vice president of HBO, mm-hmm. uh, you know, head of programming at Showtime, Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got hired by Cinemax. To do a show that I was... <laughs> do a little skin flick. Do show. a little skin flick show that we were like, we <laughs> look, don't, we don't, don't you pay? Hey, that's what Cinemax is known <laughs> for. Yeah. Respect yeah. that. But shit. we, you know, we took the job and we were actually working with Suzanne de Oh really? Um, okay. Wow. And we did that because Cinemax is a part of the HBO family. Yeah. yeah. And imagine nobody knew that Cinemax was going to be doing The Nick mm-hmm. and all of these great shows that mm-hmm. they are doing now. Mm-hmm. Um. And that relationship was important to us. We're like, you know, okay, you know, we do this, yeah. but we really are trying to be a part of the HBO family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, you gotta
1: take one. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't
5: end up continuing on the show. We no, had develop
4: it and then we developed you
5: know, a new. We moved on moved, moved, on, on, moved but on, but <laughs> we did make those relationships. Right, so, right. And, and we, that's you always have to know what your end goal is. You know, sometimes you have to, you know, you have to come down a little bit off of mm-hmm. your little podium and say it's about the work, it's about the future, it's about the longevity and I'll take this. It's a down
4: payment. Yeah. yeah. On your future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I mean, your job as a writer is to tell everybody, you need to be produced. So if you need to get it produced, non-unit, fucking get it produced. Right. If exactly. you need to get it, you know what I mean? Right. Do whatever you, because otherwise you could just be sitting on it. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. At least you guys got produced projects, you know, right. lots of them. Right. So I think that's really the key. Um, so just because I got you. I ain't gossiping. I ain't gossiping. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that no, no, look on no, no, his no. face. But, but for people who have never you know, heard you guys talk, because we are all over the world, so I know you guys have fans all over the world. Who was first? You guys or Noah Ark?
4: Noah's, Noah's Ark.
1: Ark. All right. Now, how did that competition? Was there a competition? With it was not a
5: competition? competition, and uh, we, the fans tried to make it one. Yeah,
1: because I remember seeing a lot of
5: stuff. It was, was not like, a competition. This
4: this. Um, we oh. were inspired by Patrick Ian Polk's mm-hmm. process, which was one of the reasons that we decided to even move forward with the DL Chronicles because we were supporting Noah's Ark before it was on TV. It was not on TV yet. Yep. It was. It, it was. It was an indie. It was project an indie project, mm-hmm. and we were amazed that he pulled that. You know, got that off the ground. Mm-hmm. We saw the screenings. We listened to him mm-hmm. in Q&As. And he gave us that inspiration, like, just do it. Go right. out there and do it. So we always give uh Patrick Ian Puck that credit mm-hmm. for being the, you know, the first of our, sure. uh I guess, crew of mm-hmm. filmmakers. Not mm-hmm. the very first, but of that period. He cool. was, you know, he was... And we're great for the Patrick
5: Pat. and Maurice Jamal. Mm-hmm. All of we Maurice. were all those people taking those I grew big up with Maurice, actually. Yeah. You did? Yeah, yeah. we used to be actors from North? Back
1: in, Yeah, I'm from San Francisco. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm.
5: So yeah, no, there was never it was we actually would laugh about how people would try to pigeonhole. This is like Noah's Ark has its audience. It's mm-hmm. for it's for its audience. Mm-hmm. And D.O. Chronicles had its audience. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of crossover, but there was there was room for both shows. There was never It was always silly to me, like, what is that? I agree. It's
1: it's never fair to us because we don't have enough. Right, right. It's pigeonholed in
4: that. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's not fair, though. And we would okay. just sit back and just watch these stories and these bloggers and together. That's what oh, yeah. funny. We're sitting there like, together going, "Did you see what they <laughs> spread?" Oh, you said that? <laughs> <laughs> when you say that, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live, my <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> right?
3: Right <laughs> on right. your location. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, that's so funny. We we never had any any beef with Patrick whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We had,
5: we actually had fun. That was a, those were really good times. We were we were on the forefront. Of this new movement mm-hmm. of, you know, gay black media, and we were we were in London together. These uh, these three, That's right. three black folks, me, all DeAndre,
4: Patrick, Patrick, Ian, Polk and, and Maurice Jamal, all in London, uh, just being treated like kings <laughs> by the English <laughs> by, by Brexit, being celebrated. You know I mean?
5: <laughs> all right, all right, Brexit, Brexit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go over there now. They show you. The the, they, no, you yeah. won't
5: be here long. They'll tell yeah. me to go home. <laughs> And we would just we sit have a there, photo. We just stop a, yeah. and look at each other and go look okay. at what look at what we, look at what we did. You know, Heathrow and- is over yonder. Right,
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so- that was that was funny that that trip because wow. um, you know it was we were all in the same boat pretty much, and so me, Deandre, and Maurice flew mm-hmm. out together. Okay. Oh, this is so. so funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> so we flew, and me and Deandre had gotten you know we had started mm-hmm. learning to ask for what we wanted. Hey. You yeah. know, we we had We're an agent. Hey. All the time. Look, okay, when you got you got a little old uh, you know, older white Jewish <laughs> female <laughs> uh-huh. agent mm-hmm. and a young uh Persian attorney attorney mm-hmm. female Gorgeous hey, they, they gonna be killing it Right they yeah, killing they're it Because it. you know One over here mm-hmm. She's 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 a She's going Like a hundred percent Because People miss You know They underestimate her Because mm-hmm. she's young Because she's female mm-hmm. Um, So you know They just were about Like asking for What we wanted And our agent like, she's been the world to us. Like, she's like our second mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was part of... Um, Shout
1: the bitch out. Uh, yeah, yeah, Maggie
4: yeah. Royfe, Maggie at the That's Maggie right. Roifey agency. Was Maggie was uh, once a part of uh, one of the top agencies. And then she left and went and they start work, her own yeah, started her own. Mm-hmm. But Maggie was the one who taught, taught us, like, the value of no.
3: Mm.
2: Say that one more time. Say
4: that The value again. of no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we were always selling ourselves short yeah. because we were because we were broke. desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, real, yeah. yes, yes. I'll take that ten dollars, please. We you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we we were look you you black folks coming from having no money. Mm-hmm. We like be quiet. <laughs> Take the damn check. <laughs> we need the check. You know, and that's where, you know, that's where the, the, the beauty of white privilege comes in when you got somebody <laughs> working with <laughs> you. Who's their white privilege? Okay. Exactly. Because it's like, no, we will not accept that offer. Mm-hmm. No. They will not be going to do this. <laughs> they will not be going to do that without meeting Woo. these. Well, you so, did it. let me talk to your manager yeah. moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know what's funny? That That
1: is It's the exact same thing As saying yes To me uh-huh. People always say Boy you're working on this You're working on that How did you get that job How'd you get that I was like I say yes But I don't say yes to everything Right yeah. You know what right. I mean yeah. Because I learned the art Of saying no Yes right. You gotta know your time You gotta know your, It's important <laughs> You gotta important. know your worth yeah. You gotta yeah, know, you know, know your, your worth. worth You know what I so mean
4: So we we had uh, You know we knew This she was came gonna be up a long some, flight And she up was up like No they're business. gonna They need to fly At least business class At least Um and so we're all we're all at the airport together. Mm-hmm. Me, DeAndre, we're in Maurice mm-hmm. TSA. Right. We're waiting on the we plane. Been on, we've been, we've been together the whole, whole time, the, <laughs> the whole party, team. laughing, joking, okay. being silly. And then and then we go to board.
1: <laughs> Wait for so it. So we're all
4: walking, and me and DeAndre find our seats, and they're in the front of yeah. the. And so Maurice <laughs> immediately he goes. Maurice like looks what's at what's his mind? ticket. He's like, And the lady's like, "Excuse me, what? What are you?" He's like, "I'm looking for." She's like, "Oh, you're back there." (laughs) (laughs) Maurice looked at us and said, (laughs) "Bitches." I was dying laughing. I was so, and then like Maurice walked off, and then she closed the curtain. And I was wait, like, no, wait, but that's my friend. Wait, like, so this you, is. This
2: you had a little wine in your. I know.
4: Look, yeah. we the moment we sat down, they gave us wine, cheese. Okay. They, the bo- the plane wasn't even boarded. <laughs> and wait, did you so, so Maurice, the, the, the funny. Line.
5: The furniest part he was he there. was like, "Yeah, he came up there one at one point and they kicked him out again, so that made it even worse." <laughs> and then when he said, "When we got to London, he told us a story about how they were given the uh, safety drill." And he was like, "He was like, they were like, so if you're in the front compartments, you will find under your seat two life uh, rafts, and with wine and cheese, and and, and, a, and a helicopter should you not feel like waiting for rescue." <laughs> <laughs> so, You motherfuckers who are sitting in the back, good luck. (laughs) No, oh, okay.
4: no. It was <laughs> that was Maurice. Speaking that was Maurice. He said, "You motherfuckers, I'm back here in this bright ass blaring overhead light." He said, "Y'all motherfuckers sitting up in the front." <laughs> oh with God, you. I was with, hoping they really like, said that. Your undulating <laughs> no. lights mm. going from because we had like these mood lights in the walls that <laughs> the would
5: change and they would change and they would go from paint, like paint.
4: yeah, it was yeah. so like. His would be just off and on. He was like, <laughs> 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 like "We got the overhead bright ass halogen lamps, and y'all like got purple."
5: If
3: you
4: don't if you're not. oh maurice when Maurice tells that story i die he, i die he is but the that best. was but that was that was oh that God. that one of those great moments, and then when I also i learned um how um English people view Americans because we, you know we're oh, yeah. we're not Maurice is very verbose oh, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and little, very <laughs> right right Maurice is a is a character mm-hmm. he's very all the time uh, what is what is what is someone w- w- would describe colorful mm-hmm. and bright mm-hmm. and you know the English are very kind of somewhat at least stiff working and, hours yeah They're everybody get in <laughs> queue. Yeah. Don't step out of queue mm-hmm. You know, everything is in order Don't speak above a whisper In <laughs> public places so, I would have a hard time uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, right See, you know, look, come on now, now. We from Chicago, uh-huh. the Bay, the whole nine We loud uh-huh. And Maurice is loud <laughs> so we all together, we're getting on the sub we're getting on the, the underground, the, the tube, <laughs> and we're going our separate ways. And Maurice gets <laughs>
0: to the, the escalator the and hall. he's like, Bye nigga. All right, bye niggas. <laughs> 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 oh my
4: God. If <laughs> you could have seen the faces of those people. It's like wow. everybody saying, <gasps>
0: It was like they clutched their pearls. Know, it was way. like,
4: and I just buried my head, and like, I'm like, Marie, we we Now we've had some it great adventures fun. with that crazy man. <laughs> no, no, no. That yeah, I used to do funny. theater with
1: him since I was probably about, probably about 18 till about 25 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. He's good people. Yes, he directed he's me. He's so stuff. talented. Really? Yeah. I knew he was going to be. a director. He's so yeah.
4: talented. I mean, he's just. I mean, and just to hear him speak, I'm mm-hmm. like, he's, I was so. He's one of like people, he's
5: like
1: he's so well spoken. <laughs>
5: he's, he's beyond he's it. When he's, he's a talking, walking thesaurus. When he's uh-huh. walking, yes. when he's talking, I have to sometimes
4: go to my phone and go, "What? Is okay." And the thing is, I... he doesn't stop to think about like, "Okay, no, I got good. a I got a decent vocabulary," but sometimes you know, I sl- I have to take pause pause because I'm trying to think of the right. Words mm, to right, use right. to get across my point. Maurice is just and it's just like flowing. Mm. flowing. He pontificates. I got that <laughs> word from him. <laughs> it's like well, my mother's a teacher. <laughs> she didn't my let mother, us talk. regularly. <laughs> Your mom's a teacher. Speak regular.
1: <laughs> you had to look in the thorus. The right, right.
4: Your mom educated people. My mom got people drunk for a living. So. <laughs> <laughs> Two different backgrounds. So, so
1: what's so what's next for you guys?
4: What's Ooh, next? Um, we are the well the Chadwick Journals yeah. on the 10th at mm-hmm. Outfest. Yes. Um and on uh, and on uh, July 17th wait, it, is Outfest in Miami. Again? July- it's July 10th um, next week. Um, next week. Oh, wow. Outfest
5: yeah. starts on the 4th
4: or the 5th? The 5th. The 5th. It's it tomorrow's the fifth. Okay, yeah, 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 the festival yeah. starts gonna drop on tomorrow. the 5th. Yeah. yeah. And um our screening is on the 10th. Okay. Mm-hmm. At um Harmony Gold Theater. Okay. Oh, nice. I love that theater.
2: Yeah, I think one of my,
1: my I don't want like no damn popcorn, but I like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's another
2: young filmmaker. I think it's Beast Stadwell who's going to have a, her short. Um, not short. It's an actual film that's going to be in it too. So I'm going to see if I could be around to come check out because I hate missing out fest.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we just story. did a um, on the LGBT committee. I was announcing on the previous episode that I'm now the the vice chair of the Black committee and the LGBT committee. Yeah. And we did a panel. Um, um, Without Fest <clears throat> and, and Quincy and, and DeAndre were on. And um, shout out to Cheodu for putting all it together. And um, we forgot to say that to him, by the way, that night. Uh, <laughs> we did. Uh, so we didn't realize until after. He's moderating our screening. I will say, okay, it, good. say it again. Let him know that yeah, yeah. we said it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, and, and they came on and you guys were great, you know. And after I was like, dude, we've been knowing each other for all these years and I never, we never hung out or nothing. So we still got to do that. Yes. Um,
4: yes. Anyway, so. Let's go barbecue.
1: That's what's up. So what's yeah. the, what's so what's next? Besides so so
4: um that um we we are using this as again, you know, we're, we're independent mm-hmm. producer filmmakers. Um we just got off of Cocktails with Chloe, which unfortunately was canceled. So yeah. we're free. We're liberated. <laughs> yeah. And we decided that to um try to self finance or, you know, to find financing to continue the DL Chronicles because okay, we're we are in this, the beginning stages of, of trying on this direct to DV, uh, on, mm-hmm. on demand VOD, yeah. uh, VOD thing. Mm-hmm. So we released the last DL Chronicles film two years ago mm-hmm. on Vimeo okay. for rental. And it's been steadily, you know, doing okay. okay. You know, it it's hasn't quite paid for itself yet, but in the long run, it will. Yeah. But but we're seeing like, okay, this is great. We can have product online mm-hmm. that people rent and there's income coming in towards it.
1: What's my favorite word? Residual income. Residual income. <laughs>
4: okay, you know, it's, it's, you well, know I, I, I look at pocket. residual income if <laughs> it was mine. like usable, it's but nice. it ain't usable. <laughs> yeah. um, but yet it's paying for, you know, you got to pay to have a website. You got to pay every month. Right. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for mm-hmm. that. So it's, it's starting to self-finance itself. And so we we thought... Imagine if we had 4 or 5 other films on there. Right. What if we had more than that? What if right. we had multiple series on mm-hmm. there? You know, we could possibly start making some money, oh. start making yeah. money mm-hmm. that we won't have to keep asking people on, you know, Kickstarter yeah. or Indiegogo to, you know, give us a buck. Hey, mm-hmm. here's the product. You want it, you you pay 199, 299, whatever yeah. it is. You know, even exchange, fair mm-hmm. exchange. We get to pay our actors, we get to pay our yeah. crew. Right. And we get to continue to make this show. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where we're focused right now. Um, the next thing I want y'all to do. But in the do, interim, if somebody comes to us and we're like, hey, we think yeah. this show is. The next great thing for I want Netflix. you
1: guys to do. There you go. <clears throat> because you do, you have your web series and stuff like that. I want you guys to turn your web series into the Writers Guild. You can do that. It's not hard to do. You just have to do some paperwork. We'll go over it after. I explain to you exactly how to do it. It's not hard. Okay. You know, get you guys in. Okay. It's really easy. It's not hard. Take you an hour and then boom. Okay. But it has to be like the next project you plan to do or season two, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is do before you go on to season two, we'll move it on and I'll show you guys how to do it. Oh, that's awesome. That'd be great. great. A lot of people don't realize their web series can get them in a writer's guild. I'd say there's a big percentage now of the young kids who are in. Like years ago when they they first started
2: talking about it, I had a friend, Sonya Stoche, I was to Sonya. Hey, Sonya. She talked about it for like, like look people. Because when she gotten in regular, she's like, "Look, y'all can get you can get in yeah. these web series because you know it was like new digital media and they were still right. trying to figure it out. And they're like, if you get the certain credit, you can get in there. And yep. so so many mm. people were doing web
1: series, <laughs> but everybody thinks in. they have to pay themselves a yes. big amount of money. You don't. Yeah. Yes, you don't okay. have to pay yourself a bunch. Yeah, you could well, be, awesome. be the writer, you could be the producer, get you can pay in. yourself a certain amount, I and mean, it's all get by- in. Well, th-
4: this is a concept that we have because <laughs> look, like I said in the past, we've been the sole creators of everything that we've done, we've written it, we've produced it, we've directed it. Are we tired. <laughs> we <laughs> is tired. You know, we we uh, y- as you know, we That's talk my about new production it. company <laughs> name. No, no, we we're is tired. We tired. <laughs> <thing is> tired. <laughs> well, you know, we mentor. We've been mentor for yeah. five years for outset where we've uh, taken um, young LGBTQ mm-hmm. elemental p. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. I, look, ah, you ah, know, bag. every year, All That's every, real. every a through z, real, a yeah. through z yes. we have mentored through the filmmaking process mm-hmm. and you know from writing producing directing to you know stage design and we were like we have we have we have like resources cuz all of those kids from every year they're all looking to mm-hmm. to get their get foot better, in the door right? and mm-hmm. get better so we have an idea of doing a series online mm-hmm. series and we want to actually use a, staff it, it yeah hmm. we want an writers, actual writer's directors. room where we're not writing everything mm-hmm. but we're bringing in a young group mm-hmm. of, of not aspiring just Sarah young. writers not, not just Sarah young, young. Anybody, you know anybody that is great and that wants to be a part of it yeah you know we got a conference room in our building mm-hmm. We got a round table. We got mm-hmm. the whole nine. You know, I've been inside a writer's room when I was <laughs> catering back in the <laughs> day. I do know what they look like. I know like. what they look like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, the you know, right I, no, I got <laughs> enough friends who are actual yeah. staff writers or who yeah. have been in the producer I run writer's and, rooms in right, here all right, the time, run so writer's yeah. rooms mm-hmm. um, to actually create new content. Um, one of the show ideas that we want, because everybody's like, oh, we're tired of just watching this. We want to see something about relationships. Something affirming for it. And yeah. one of our favorite, there are there's some characters from our previous show that yeah. are loved by people. Mm-hmm. At least the dynamic of those characters, because we don't actually have the physical rights to that story. Oh, I'm Oh, just <laughs> However, we want to create a series um, that is in the spirit of okay. them, them, mm-hmm. um, that is about a relationship about um, which was loosely based on our relationship. Okay, So when we're thinking of actually staffing it. Y'all could do that. I just, love it.
2: Just your the whole story about your trip to.
1: I think people would want to work with
4: you guys. Like that could be a series of friends <laughs> you know who I are mean? doing stuff and uh, just, just oh talk God. to me. Let's, just
1: let's figure this out.
4: Okay, right. that's good. And then um, and getting it done.
1: Yeah, I like you guys are being prolific though. You know, you're not waiting for Hollywood to do your shit. You know, you're still just making things happen with the resources you know how to do. Right. The good thing is, what I need you guys to embrace the most is you know how to. You guys know thank how to run a show. You guys know how to produce product. You guys, you know what I mean? You know how to go out in the field and produce and shoot and have cameras going and arrange everything and then bring in crews. You know how to do everything from the ground up. You have more power than you think you do.
5: You know. Well, thank
1: you. You thank really you. do. You, if you guys, if your agents ever say, let's get you on staff, say, get me on staff, but we want to at least come in at executive story editor. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to come in at co-producer level. You know, whatever, because they're always looking for somebody who's of color, who could be, like, above this line and this line. You guys are already above and who that And who've been line. on set and edit, who know how shit is supposed to go. You know, but you, you, yep. you have more than people think they do. You know, trust me. Thank them. you. Here's an example. So we were having a meeting the other day at the Writers Guild um, for um, this new group that we're doing. And we're down in the library, and I met these two young, call them kids, you know, you call them kids too, right? They're in their 20s, but and they work on Dr. Phil. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Phil, I didn't know, is Writer's Guild. Oh, get out. Didn't know. So they've been in since November. And this is like one of the first things they went to. And we were having a conversation. They're like, we feel kind of weird because, you know, we're not actually writing scripts. We want to. And this and this. And I said, let me tell you something. I said, you guys have something none of these people in here have. You know, if you, were, if you came in an interview for me for a TV show, I'd be like, oh, this bitch knows how to be on the set. She can go to craft it. She can go to, she can do all that, which is what all you guys know how to do. Mm-hmm. So you guys can go and produce at the set. So now I can go and focus on the writer's room and I can send you, you know what I mean? So there's different things that you guys can do that they don't know. All they know how to do is write. Mm-hmm. You know, they know nothing about producing yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to wait four years of being on the set to learn how to do things that you guys already know how to do. So that's. Mm-hmm part of your pitch you hear that hollywood <laughs> no no really Filmy, yeah you know yeah. what i mean but because i remember you put out a post recently and you were like can you believe i produced this and this and this and these motherfuckers still don't think we can <laughs> produce them shit and i was <laughs> yeah. like tell them what you can do bitch <laughs> nah. tell them what you can do mm-hmm. you know what i mean anyway so that's all i got for y'all well i you love know. that i'll, I'll take, that. take i'm Let taking that, 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 that shit. Shit. No is. take <laughs> that pedigree is okay you know, most people cannot do what y'all know how
4: to do. Especially while we ain't correct.
1: And yet. y'all can edit and okay. graphic design. I mean, come on.
2: Y'all looking like, mm-hmm. Thank you. like hey. the 1980s okay. back here. Pretty Fresh little little look pretty at look, at look like they're like, <laughs> like they 15, 16 okay. years old.
1: <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> Thanks so much, Quincy and DeAndre. You guys rock. Thank you ride. for having yeah, us. This we appreciate fun. it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to come out tomorrow? Hmm? Tomorrow. It's going to blast all over the world.
4: Oh, oh, this is. Tomorrow? Yes. Oh, I don't oh, Well, go to <laughs> um for more uh-huh. information on both shows the DO Chronicles, the Chadwick Journals. Mm-hmm. Um, We're also
5: on Facebook, Chron- the DO Chronicles, the Chadwick Journals, and all the social Twitter. media, the same Twitter, Twitter yes. same name. Instagram.
4: On the gram. We're easily accessible. <laughs> Definitely, um, and it's out there. And
1: one thing I like about you guys, every time I see you guys, are the same people. Oh, you know what I mean you. consistent always nice always smiling everybody always has nothing but good things to say about you thank Keep you that. until
2: you get on the plane Keep and you that. sitting in
1: business
3: class <laughs> <laughs>
4: until, until you get those undulating lights <laughs> and then, yeah, then you become, the you become go, bitches gosh. real quick you bitches well, that's because they haven't seen me hungry
1: <laughs> I got that problem too
2: <laughs> where you at Lisa oh you know I'm always on Twitter you can find me on bitch flicks on Twitter you can find me in the the hashtag, uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi. If there's a good Friday Night Horror hashtag, shout out to Graveyard Shift Sister, mm. you'll find me on there. But I'm always on Twitter. I'm
4: always on there. You. I know. She's she got you. You watch everything you Sci-fi we and do. horror. Yeah, that's yeah. Love. Saturday
2: Night Sci-Fi, we do the live, like every Saturday, uh-huh. uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time, we do a live tweet. And Geek Soul Brother, he puts out whatever movie or TV show, and we he watch it. He asked me it. to do one. Do, yes, do I saw one. that. I saw that y'all did invite me. <laughs> I think if
1: I'm doing it, you're doing it. Well, I'm always doing it, so. But I
2: felt a little jealous. I was like, "Why are you talking? Why are you talking? Why is Geek So Brother talking there?" No, it's, it's you know, it's fun because you can live tweet the snark. The it's just it's just fun, mm-hmm. and it shows the world that there are people, you know, especially Black folk and other mm-hmm. people too, people of color who. Are into that shit, you know, horror, sci-fi, and some, best, yeah, and some of the best and some of the best critiques, some funniest stuff I've seen, it's just been people like. right writing the big
1: zombie movie for assignment right okay. now. Oh, are you serious? Oh wow, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it takes place in Japan. People ain't expecting a brother to write that so uh, They don't realize yeah. we could do anything uh, that <laughs> can do anything. <laughs> exactly. So I'm your host, Hilliard Guess. You guys can find me on Twitter. I say it like I'm cool. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. At Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Screenwriters RR on Twitter. If you have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. I see you snickering. You're just plain old Muttley. <laughs> <It's a, laughs> Twitter. I'm Twitter. Twitter. spelling it in my head. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. TI, <T-I-tweetied> some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> um, please go on iTunes. Give us a five star review. We really need that for the metrics. It really helps the show. Follow us. Um, tweet us, um, what else? What else? Share it, all shit like that.
4: Like it, like, like it, it.
1: Listen, <laughs> I'd rather you retweet the shit though.
4: Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you How know what I follow. follow,
1: follow, follow subscribe. definitely subscribe. That's retweet. the word I was looking for. We don't have subscribing to projects, so uh, <laughs> 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 so thank you again, Quincy and DeAndre, Lisa. Everybody joining me, 2016. Oh, and we're on Facebook, too. I always forget that shit. Um, <laughs> y'all know how we do it on The Rant Room. <laughs> on this show, we keep it real. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. Mm-hmm. We keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Why y'all bitches didn't join in? I in did 2000? it. I said it. <laughs> because they sit, in
2: business. They sit in business class. Oh, that's what it is. And the curtain has closed on you. I mean, it so,
4: is like half sir. over.
1: <laughs> Peace, y'all. Ciao.
0: In the red road. We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red road. All about the crap of screenwriting I Fill my bottle up with lightning Up in, in the, the red room Before the stars can be paid There gotta be a dope ass story on the page Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From a itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers
1: guys are grown let's go ahead and get in Mm
3: -hmm.